Welcome to The Wrap, a weekly show where we wrap up the week with a recap of some of the highlights in the film and TV world. I'm your host, TJ Draper. On Monday, I posted a trailer for Jack Reacher, a film starring Tom Cruise and directed by Christopher McQuarrie. When I saw this trailer on Monday, it was the first I had heard of the film, and I wondered how I could have missed it. It really looks like it's going to be a great Tom Cruise action film. Here's the synopsis. When a gunman takes five lives with six shots, all evidence points to the suspect in custody. On interrogation, the suspect offers a single note. Get Jack Reacher. It really looks to me like they're going for the creation of a new franchise of films, and I think this is something that's sorely needed in a time when all filmmakers seem to want to do is remake old franchises. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, I recommend you check it out. The link will be in the show notes. You will find the show notes at moviebyte.com slash the wrap slash one. Also on Monday, I posted the new two-minute trailer for the upcoming James Bond film, Skyfall, the third James Bond film to star Daniel Craig. Having now gotten caught up and seeing both Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, I have to say I hope Skyfall is a better film, and I think it will be from the looks of the trailer. I am really intrigued by what they're doing with the villain. It seems they're almost going for the gravity of a Joker-esque type villain. I speak, of course, of Christopher Nolan's Joker from The Dark Knight. I like the trailer, and I recommend you check it out. You will find the link in the show notes. On Tuesday, we saw the debut of the Iron Man 3 trailer, and it does look fantastic. I'm excited for Phase 2 of the Marvel Universe, with a lot of involvement from Joss Whedon after the smashing success of The Avengers. I'm also fairly excited about the direction and growth Tony Stark can take as a character. He started from a really selfish and self-absorbed place. As such a flawed character, there is really a lot of room for growth, and good character development makes for the best films. I recommend you check out the trailer if you have not done so. Also on Tuesday, Joseph posted a 60 Minutes video of an interview with Spielberg and Daniel Day-Lewis about Spielberg's upcoming film called Lincoln. I have to say, after watching the video, I am even more concerned about the historical revisionism because it's being presented as not being historical revisionism. But, as Joseph expressed in the article where he posted the video, despite the historical revisionism, he is at least looking forward to this film for its approach as a serious and dramatic historical film. And there were certainly some parts of the 60 Minutes video that I enjoyed, such as the camaraderie between Spielberg and John Williams. I can't say that I'm personally looking forward to this film that much, but I'm sure I'll see it and talk about it on the Movie Bite podcast in an upcoming episode. Wednesday, I posted a link to WBShop.com, where you can now purchase Alcatraz, the complete series. It makes me sad because it was a great show, off to a great start, and it was unceremoniously canceled, which left it ending on a cliffhanger. In any event, it's still worth watching, so I recommend you pick up the set and watch. Also on Wednesday, I posted a really fun video of John Williams and Steven Spielberg composing the score for E.T., While I'm not a big fan of the film, I still found this video really fun and entertaining. Seeing two masters working at their craft like this was simply a lot of fun. Another link I posted on Wednesday was about Wally Feister's comments about how appalling he found The Avengers. Here's the direct quote of what Mr. Feister said that set this whole thing off. Quote, What's really important is storytelling. None of it matters if it doesn't support the story. I thought The Avengers was an appalling film. They'd shoot from some odd angle and I'd think, why is the camera there? Oh, I see, because they spent half a million on the set and they have to show it off. It took me completely out of the movie. I was driven bonkers by that illogical form of storytelling. End quote. Now I'm going to quote from the article from The New Yorker, which I linked to. Quote, it's worth adding that Feister admits that he's not a big superhero fan 
in terms of the movie-going experience for me, I love the realistic stuff because it's just that much less formulaic. That may indeed be so, yet Joss Whedon gets far more nuanced emotion from his characters and situations, and for that matter, more interesting political allegory in The Avengers than Nolan does in The Dark Knight Rises. And, as impressive as some of the onset tricks of Inception were, none evoked the joyful awe of Iron Man's climactic rocketing through the atmosphere near the end of The Avengers. Whedon, who surely is a big superhero fan, is therefore able to take it more seriously. He finds more imaginative exhilaration, feeling, and importance in superhero movies than those who work on them with long tongs. End quote. I find this whole thing really frustrating as a fan of both the Batman trilogy and the Avengers, and wish that Mr. Feister would just play nicely. On Thursday, I posted a featurette from the upcoming Wreck-It Ralph that was a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to seeing if the film is actually any good. I recommend that you check out the featurette. Also on Thursday, Joseph posted a video clip from the upcoming final installment of Twilight. The clip shows Bella as a newborn vampire arm-wrestling Emmett. Those of us who have, yes, I'm going to admit this, read the books, know how it ends. But the clip cuts off before we see who won. I must admit that the Twilight series is one of my guilty pleasures. I find the story to be compelling, even if Stephanie Meyer's writing in the books isn't. If I could strip away all the awkwardness and pages and pages worth of Bella swooning over Edward, the eyes and such nonsense, the core story would be great. And perhaps that's why I also enjoy the movies quite a bit, because we can focus on the core story much more than Meyer's bad writing. Joseph and I also released the Movie Bite podcast, episode 15, where we talked about Atlas Shrugged, part 2. I liked it better than Joseph. In fact, our opinions are somewhat opposite of each other because he liked part one a lot more than I did. Tune in and listen for the full details. And today, which is Friday if you are listening later, I posted theatrical trailer number two for A Good Day to Die Hard, obviously starring Bruce Willis. Sometimes I like to watch a fairly mindless action flick, and the Die Hard series has always provided the best of this genre, so I'm looking forward to this film. I found it interesting that the music in the trailer really harkened all the way back to the first movie with the classical music approach. I liked it. I also posted some news about Matthew Vaughn stepping down as director of the upcoming X-Men film Days of Future Past, and the possibility of Brian Singer stepping up as the director. I really hope this is true, because the two best X-Men films, the first and the second, were directed by Singer. And finally, Joseph posted his review of Atlas Shrugged Part 2. I can't say I agreed very much with him, but he is free to write what he wants to. As always, Joseph's writing is superb, and I do recommend that you read his review. And those are what I consider the highlights of the past week. You can find all the links in the show notes at moviebyte.com slash therap slash one. To keep up with all the news from MovieBite, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at MovieBite. Or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash moviebyte. And of course, you can visit the website where we post daily at moviebyte.com. I'm TJ Draper, and I've been your host this week, and I'll talk to you again next week. 